0: Good morning. It is Tuesday, September 12th. It's seven minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. You can find him on Twitter at Rob M. Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. You can find me there at Casey Daniels 317. And of course, if you'd like to watch this broadcast, you can on YouTube, type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. So coming up later this hour, we've got your voicemails. We also have a new COVID booster that's been approved. So you're going to want to run out and get that Really quick. But we start off the hour with seventy percent of Americans saying that people should be playing in the sport of their birth.
1: Uh yes. Yeah, so the what, sex of their birth. What that means is seventy yeah. and this is NBC with the story, by the way. So you can't say, well, Breitbart is, you know, manipulating whatever. Yes. What seventy percent of Americans, according to uh NBC, are saying is that if you have a penis, you should play men's sports. If you do not have a penis, Mm -hmm. then you play women's sports. Mm -hmm. And it, it blows my mind that poll after poll after poll shows that, I mean, you're talking overwhelming bipartisan support saying men play men's sports, women's play women's sports. I don't understand why it's that hard. It's across the board. It's liberal, conservative, you know, traditional liberal, you know, conservative type people. And yet the politicians in this country, for some reason, keep feeling the need to pander to a very small group of radical lunatics who believe that men should be winning women's sports.
0: Yeah, uh, so this poll, it was done by Gallup Poll, and it was published by... NBC. And the interesting thing about it is that the numbers keep going up in this over the years. So back in 2021, it was at 62%, and now it's nearly at 70%. And the poll also showed that a slightly higher number of Americans, 55%, consider changing one's gender to be morally wrong. Now, a few years back in 2021, it was 51%. So this is just getting more attention, and more people are saying, that they don't agree with
1: it, And yet the politicians in this country keep listening to this fringe group of people who have this insane vision that men should be able to dominate women's sports. And it's part of this obsession with the left and then the weakness from the Republicans on the, on, on the Republican side because they don't want to ruffle any feathers or they're totally worried they're going to be called whatever ist that is, if you say men should play men's sports and women should play women's sports, that, that I mean, it's just, it is insane how far we have gone in this country to where the public is saying, look, even I may be a Democrat, but I don't believe, I don't you know, I don't believe, you know, I believe a Democrat should win Democrat women's sports, The you know, I mean, you know, a a Democrat should win women's sports or whatever. I mean, it just, it should be non-political is the point on all of this. And they have made it completely political and they will not listen to what the public is telling them.
0: Yeah, 70% saying it, it shouldn't happen. So in the last couple of years, 22 states have enacted bills that would restrict trans athletes from competing on sports teams that correspond with their gender identity. 20 states have enacted measures to restrict... Uh, transition-related health care. But here's the thing. It's not just the politicians. They're being backed by a lot in the medical community because you've got some of the nation's top medical associations, the American Medical Association, American Academy of Pediatrics, and also the American Psychological Association. They all oppose legislation restricting transition-related health care.
1: You know, I had a conversation with somebody in the medical field, a very respected member of the Indianapolis medical field, and of course, we'll not name this person because they would be absolutely just eviscerated and run out of their uh, respected position if it came out that they were associating with me. And I asked them about this. I said, there is no way that this uh, doctors, for the most part, actually believe that this is good and natural, right? You are born what you are born. Even Bill Maher. Remember, we played that clip of Bill Maher, who's super liberal, saying this, you know, a couple of weeks ago, where he was like, "Look." There are a very small amount of people who believe they were born in the same body, but I would encourage them not to make those changes and figure out another way to deal with it because it is not natural if you're a man to turn yourself into a woman or if you're a woman to turn yourself into a man. There's a reason you were born what you were born, and you probably need to figure out a way. That's Bill Maher saying that. Mm-hmm. It's not you know, it's not Jordan Peterson. It's Bill Maher. And I asked this person, I said, there's no way, because there's very, very bright people in the medical field and you know become doctors and et cetera. That they actually believe this is good for these kids. And the person told me, and this person would certainly know it is not about the kids. It is about the money. There is huge money sure. in these sex change surgeries. And if they don't get it, they'll get it from the government. They will get the money from somewhere. And this is about the money.
0: It is 12 minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Let's talk about city market. It plans to shut down for an entire year. Looks like they are, what they're they're rehabbing the place
1: Ah. they're they're, they're
0: claiming they're going to shut it down make it new and fantastic and inviting a bunch of new vendors to come in
1: uh this is a very like it's one of many many very alarming um you know just giant red flags about the city of indianapolis and the condition of the city of indianapolis because for those of you who have been listening to this radio show for or this radio station for any length of time we were talking about the demise of city market long before the riots and COVID, you know, because the spin here from the cities, well, you know, everything fell on hard times and city market has been a, you know, a victim of the COVID and the, you know, they don't, they're very hesitant to talk about the riots and the public safety because that's an indictment on Hogset. But the reality is, and we talked about specific examples of people at this radio station who would go to city market and you would see just, Homeless people laying around, practically setting up camp there. You would see it was dirty. It was smelly. The condition of the place, which stinks because city market is an institution. It has been a destination for people who have worked and lived downtown for many, many years. But given the condition of the city and the safety of the city and the lack thereof and the fact that Joe Hogsett is an unserious person when it comes to fixing those things, mm-hmm. people just said, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not walking around downtown i'm not taking the the risk is not worth the reward oh i can get some uh suites that i can't get anywhere else well not worth my safety so now i'm just not gonna go anymore
0: i was surprised i went to city market when i first moved to indianapolis probably about a year ago because it was recommended hey this is a cool place go there check it out and i did and i was expecting to see a very crowded place right all the different vendors lined up there's probably three or four that were open yeah It's not worth it. It was
1: empty. It it, and it used, but it used to be that way. And that's what I'm saying, Casey. Pre and people who have lived downtown, worked downtown, will confirm this. Mm -hmm. That pre hog set yeah. city market was still which it had been for many years a vibrant institution that people could enjoy you could say hey i'm, I'm uh, on my lunch hour i'm gonna stroll on out the city market and i'm gonna pick up you know whether it's some vegetables or some macaroons or you know it had all the spices of life right mm-hmm. like right there and you could interact and it was helping local local people and i mean just all these things that were really great and now you look at it and you say uh, i'd love to help you know and shop local but simply the journey to get there and back and then the condition while it's there is not worth you know the juice is not worth the squeeze
0: i have to imagine that the remaining vendors that are there are a little curious about the shutting down for a year to remodel Will it really reopen? Well,
1: and you can pump, you know, they're going to go to some sort of private management now. They're going to get out of this quasi-government entity that was running the thing before, and they're going to go to private management. It isn't going to matter, Casey, because the issue... Is the condition of the city itself, and you have two unserious clowns in Hogsett and that big baby Jefferson Shreve, who apparently is too afraid to come on our show now. He'll sprint over to Mm Cats, but after he got done with one interview with us, he didn't want any part of that anymore. Neither one of those guys are serious. Neither one of those guys are going to fix the issue. So whoever wins, we're all going to lose, and... Nothing's going to
0: change. Yeah, and that's why the Indianapolis FOP decided to not endorse either of them. It is 16 Minutes After 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It is 19 minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Why
1: is the world stupid, Casey?
0: (laughs) What do you have? What's on your mind, Rob Kendall? Well,
1: those of you who have been longtime listeners of various incarnations of this program will remember uh, we have a a friend of the show, Brandy Love, who Mm -hmm. is an adult entertainer. And uh, she was on with Mock. She's actually very, this will surprise people, obviously not socially conservative, but she is a huge Trump supporter and she was on our show a couple of years ago and um on her social media
0: like so you guys are still friends online Uh
1: on her social media I Uh love this like there is absolute remember we had had that conversation about if you're uh if you're a person who's trying to date Gracie Hunt, who is the heiress to the Kansas City. What are you Chiefs, gonna do to impress her? Yeah, well, like, there's just nothing you're no no matter what your bank account is, no matter what you do for a living, right. no matter what real estate you've acquired, there's absolutely literally nothing you're going no matter if you look like Brad Pitt, you could put them all together, combine them into one superhuman. Mm-hmm. And there's she's still not going to be impressed with what you do. Why? Because she is the heiress to the Kansas City Chiefs. Same thing if you're trying to impress an adult film star. Like, there is absolutely nothing that you're going to show that woman that she's going to go, never seen that one before. Mm-hmm. That's really impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, and, and she has such a good sense of humor about this. Uh-huh. There are just some really sick, weird people who, for some reason, feel the need. of her opinion? I mean, uh, yeah, like they they. And Twitter still allows this, which blows my mind. That Twitter actually allows pornography to be shown in the feed, and they just let it let it roll. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's their website; they could do whatever they want to do with it. It's fine. But they allow just straight like. Pornography to be shown in the in the feed. And men for some reason will send poor Brandy Love pictures Mm -hmm. of the whole Mm -hmm. twig and berries. Situation. I guess they think they're going to impress her. And my favorite thing is she will take the photos, retweet them, and then point out what is wrong. With the with the equipment by which they are working, <laughs> Bent, bentcarrot.com. Why do people do this? Did you just say bentcarrot.com? Yes. Is that a real thing?
0: What's well, uh, some medication for men? Yeah. Uh, what what is that a real website? Yes.
1: What? No, it is not.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> no way. It's a real website with real medication for a real problem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but my phone is like, what is? What is wrong with people that they, okay, first of all, the fact that you're going to show that to everyone. Right. And then, two, that you think, oh,
0: maybe I'm the lucky one. She's really going to be improper. That's (laughs) such narcissism (laughs) playing right there. Like, I'm the one. I'm the one that's going to get her love.
2: (laughs) Do you think think people are sending pictures to AI women now?
1: I think God, I probably. I just, I didn't mean to derail the segment, but I just, I've chuckled at that so many times. And then I just saw one right before we went on the air. And I just, I just, I love that she will retweet and then point out, Mm-hmm. From her professional perspective, right? Yeah, right, right. It's like it's like, if you, it's like going to a golf pro and asking what's wrong with my, my swing.
0: swing. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have a new website to go check out. Okay? What is it again? No, I'm not saying it's BenCarrot.com. I, you've never seen these commercials? No. Where <laughs> where where is there an ad for that? It's, it's all over TV, Bob. What? <laughs> what kind of, sort of cable package do you have? <laughs> Clearly one that's more
1: entertaining than yours. I love that Casey plays the wholesome mother 99% of the time. It's it's a commercial on TV. I'm not making it up. Remember when you were describing some sort of act of some sort that was named after a cartoon character and no one believed you and then they went and looked that up and then we got just a bevy of phone like You know all the stuff.
0: I'm well read, huh? (laughs) It is 22 minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93WIBC. Let's talk about what AOC is doing. A lot of people are calling her crazy. Uh, Residents in New York, the area that she represents, they're blasting her because she shared a video last month that said inflation is just propaganda.
1: Yes, and look, AOC is a moron, okay? And people make fun of her for being a bartender and going to Congress. Absolutely not. There are many, many people who have many, many incredible existences and no one should make fun of somebody's job Based on, you know, what they become. So I've always thought, you know, some of the most creative, funny, interesting people I've met are in the service industry. So I've always kind of really cringed at people going, well, the bar, she's just a bartender that that doesn't matter. You should make fun of AOC because she's legitimately a moron, Mm -hmm. not because she's a bartender or in the service industry. You should make fun of AOC because she is just a stupid, idiotic person. And she, yeah, I mean, despite the fact that people are getting just absolutely crushed with inflation and have been for the better part of two and a half years now— she comes out and goes, ah, that's just propaganda. That stuff's not real.
0: Isn't she the one who asked for a raise because she couldn't afford her (laughs) apartment in Washington, D.C.? But now she's saying that inflation is propaganda. Maybe she just needs to go to the grocery store and realize that, no, it in fact is real. And it really is happening.
1: Here was her direct quote. Quote, the propaganda around inflation and cost of living is so powerful that we forget the very basic fact that corporations set the prices for their products. Mm -hmm. If a corporation raises its price, then the then makes record profits that's not some invisible monster it's just just a bunch of greedy shareholders mm-hmm. that is not how it works like when any like when you when somebody says the price of fertilizer has tripled well fertilizer is in almost everything the price of feed has tripled well the price of feed you know if we're talking food or specifically is in everything because the animal has to eat mm-hmm. in order to be you know, sent to market, right? You have to have an, an, a healthy animal, a sizable healthy animal to, you know, I don't mean to be crass here, but carve up and send to market. If you're growing vegetables, the price of fertilizer, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, is based into the fruits and vegetables that are you're your growing out of the ground. That is not a corporation being greedy. That's the fact that the price of everything has gone up because, Mm -hmm. and the Republicans share blame in this too, of course, but because. Of her spending. Yes, of your party, your spending, you people shutting down society, which totally screwed up all the supply chain stuff that is not recovered. And thankfully, it appears, even in a super liberal area where AOC is from, people are taking her to task on this, going, no, lady, in this case, in most cases, it is not just greedy corporations.
0: It's you. Yeah, well, she's just not in touch with reality, and people are saying that she shouldn't be in Congress. She's not helping us. She's hurting us with her rhetoric and her policies. 26 After 10 with Kendall and Casey. Let's talk about the FDA approving a new COVID booster. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you let's excited? go. Let's go run out and get it real quick. This is from Pfizer and Moderna, and here's the thing. They say that these shots are formulated to target the XBB.1.5 sub-variant and this is for anybody who is five years old and older. Okay, well then there's another one that is supposed to help the variant FL 1. Oh. 5. 1. Sure, yeah. And Gotta then get there's the
1: FL five point oh one. Right,
0: the TK four two one of five four nine. And then there's another one oh. that's going to help the EG 5. And then
1: keep Kev, a close, are you writing all this down? Yeah, and yeah, keep a close a
0: eye out for the one that's going to target the BA 2. So
1: wait, 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 wait. And I'm, I'm, are they saying you need to get all of these? Yeah. Take your pick. I mean, how do I know? How do I know which one I need to be? Ask your healthcare th- professional. Kev, I think you should get all of them on the air, just at the same time and see what happens. What could go wrong? Yeah, is
2: that possible to do it at the same time? <laughs> mm. Just
1: stick them all at the That's going to be a wild time. show.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do that,
2: And Kevin. I
1: feel like if anybody could handle that, it'd be Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, invincible. You, you, <laughs>
0: you get a hot flash from that. But the experts are saying that you should get your booster as soon as possible. Just... Decide which one you want to get.
1: I know you're not a doctor, but I do have a doctor question for you. (laughs) Okay. As I have never gotten the original vaccine, Mm -hmm. am I ineligible for a booster?
0: Uh, well, good question. You probably need to start. Because I want to
1: follow the rules.
0: Because the booster, what's the booster going to do for you if you didn't get the original Well, and then my
1: other question is, obviously there were other boosters in between the past Mm two-ish years. Mm -hmm. Is it like playing a video game where I have to go (laughs) through all the levels to get to the end level? To get to the new one. Or is it like... When They used to have those cheat codes when I was a kid. There were books with cheat codes for Nintendo, where if you got the cheat code, you could just skip three or four levels. Can I just skip and go from the original to the booster, or do I have to play booster levels three, four, and five to get to the new booster?
0: I don't know, but that's a really good question, Rob. You don't have enough quarters to play that game.
1: Uh, my favorite thing is whenever I go to the doctor, you know they'll give you the little printout of you know like what you came for and mm-hmm. what you you know what What's they yeah you? You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last time I got a physical, they'll do all the things you're past due for. According to the doctor, I've been past due for a flu shot since 1986. <laughs> And they actually put that on a piece of paper, and I just chuckle every time I see that.
0: You know what? I was just at the doctor this morning, and they told me that I was due for the shingles oh, vaccine. Oh yeah,
1: you're, you're at the you are at the uh-huh. seasoned portion of life where, and you're very well preserved. I mean, look, you should probably be in a museum somewhere, but uh, you're at that seasoned portion of life where that's a big that's starting to become a big deal.
0: It's a thing, uh, but I've been told that the shingles vaccine can really wipe you out. Oh yeah, it's, so they yeah. recommend that you get it on a Friday. Oh, so that you can sleep all day Saturday and Sunday. Like, that's what I want to do on my weekend. <laughs>
1: well, and then you should probably do it in the winter. I mean, you don't want to, like, some sunny fall afternoon where you could be at a right. apple orchard or a right. pumpkin patch Maybe somewhere. Maybe,
0: like, on a Monday in the middle of winter, so I can just sleep through it on the air and it just yeah. let you take control of everything. Alright, when we
1: come back, mm-hmm. voicemails. Remember yesterday, our old pal Gert called about yep. she was very concerned there had not been any promotion for Farm Aid. Right, and Kevin's going to take her to Farm Well, Aid. we had offered, Kevin his van would take Gert to Farmade, and you guys could just pound some brews on the lawn for 12 hours because it's an all day sort of dealio. Gert has called back about that offer, Kev. Oh, wow. Is she down for it? Well, I guess we're going to have to find out when we return.
0: It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.
1: It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails, brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN.
0: I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. And we love hearing from you at 317-684-8444. It is your voicemails with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.
1: Okay, so yesterday, our old friend Gert, one of our longtime great loyal WIBC listeners, called. She was very upset we had not been talking about Farm Aid, which is September 23rd in Noblesville. We let Gert know we had been talking about Farm Aid. She just apparently missed those segments and we said uh, we thought it would be great that if Gert and Kev mm-hmm. were to go to the farm aid together Kev could pick her up in his van uh, Gert could pay for the parking and then, oh, actually I think the parking is included with the tickets now and then you two crazy kids could just pound some brews all afternoon on the lawn out there at uh, at Ruoff.
2: Yeah that that's, sounds good to me uh,
1: Gert,
0: He's down for it.
1: Gert, uh, Gert called and uh, here is her response to that
0: Hey guys, Skirt, thank you for playing that message, and Cabin, only in my
2: wildest
0: dreams. I think I'm a little beyond going to Farm Aid with anybody. That 20 years ago, it would have been a kick factor for sure. (laughs) Love you guys. Keep on talking about Farm Aid. I do not hear every minute of your show, so I had not heard you
3: talk about it. Anyway, thanks again. Bye.
0: Well, she heard us talk about Farm Aid definitely Yeah. when Kevin's going to pick her up
2: yeah that's a little disappointing since she doesn't want to go I thought we were going to like pre-game at a local bar and then like drive over there and blast mm-hmm. some Willie Nelson in the van
0: will you take some lawn chairs I mean, yeah. maybe that'll convince her. Yeah. Yeah, you can know, sit. You don't have to stand the whole time. I think
2: that's a good idea. I actually yeah. picked up a couple lawn chairs recently, yeah. so I, I have one for Gert. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Here we go. All right. Uh, we continue this saga. And look, we are doing more for transparency as we normally do uh, than any other government entity or otherwise, Uh, this now long conversation our audience is super interested in, again, about how much is being taken from you to pay for Jim Irsay to have a free stadium. Mm -hmm. And it is just amazing to me that there. if it were any other thing, people would be like, this is outrageous! But because it's football... And while people like football, well, we're going to go to the ends of the earth to excuse the fact that a guy who inherited a team from his dad, a legitimate billionaire needed you the guy making 50 grand a year to have a tax increase for him to have a free stadium and on top of that he gets like 40 percent of everything that takes place in the stadium on top of the colts which he owns which was given to him and the stadium which was given to him uh it just amazes me when it's their stuff right the people that the it all it's the you're right 99 percent of the time crowd but on this one you're, you're way wrong. off base yeah we got another one of those phone calls
2: calling about some of the comments you made on Friday about the Colts and so forth about Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, we can be like Dayton or Louisville or something and not have any teams at all. Uh, professional sports teams uh, seem to draw the community together whether you're black or white or Hispanic or Indian or whatever and also Democrat or Republican. Uh, I think it's important to have uh, a city the size of Indianapolis have a professional football team and a basketball team.
1: So what you're saying is that unless the guy got a $700 billion stadium paid for by someone else, he's such an a-hole, he would move the team out of Indianapolis? That's the sort of guy? I mean, I I don't accept that. I don't accept he was going to move the team, period. And I don't accept the fact that the guy needed a stadium with a retractable roof that almost never gets used. Casey, it was 78 sunny and perfect on Sunday and the roof was closed. Mm -hmm. That retractable roof added 15% to the total payout of the cost of that stadium. So uh, over $100 million of that was that stupid roof that almost never gets used. You're telling me, and I don't actually believe this, but by this guy's standard... The Jim say is such an a hole that unless he got seven hundred billion dollars, mostly from poor and middle class people by force, most of it from people who don't even live in Indianapolis, that he was going to move the stadium or he was going to move the team, and and if we don't get on bended knee to that then something terrible is going to happen? That's who you want to be in business with? Like, these lo- arguments are so illogical and they're so ridiculous.
0: Well, okay, there's not a whole lot of logic in it, but I think what he may be trying to say is that the feeling of community that the Colts bring to Indianapolis and the pride that he has in cheering for uh, the team that everybody is engaged with... His, he wants makes me- It makes it worth the one cent.
1: This is, No, it makes it worth it to him. Right. You notice they don't force the people who go to the game to pay for it if they just said hey the entire funding of this stadium was going to be based on ticket sales to the colts games period end of story and everything else that happens in the stadium all goes to the city and the people who buy the tickets there are going to pay for that Mm -hmm. then fine that's not what happened i don't pay to go to colts games i'm a bears fan i'm forced to cheer for the colts because by threat of force by the government i'm financially in bed with the colts but I, there's no reason for me to be paying a tax increase so that you, it's always your stuff, right? Like you hit the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. He wants it. Mm-hmm. It's no different than in the little once thriving suburbia that I live in that is now a warehouse burg. where if you need a warehouse or a high-density housing development, we're the place for you. Mm-hmm. They want this stupid swimming pool that they admit, well, it's so unwanted by the public at large that it will always lose money and it will not make money. But we don't care. Why? Because a group of people want it and they want me to pay for their stuff. We're not talking about roads. We're not talking about bridges. We're not talking about police. We're not talking about fire. We're not talking about essential government services. We're talking about a swimming pool over here. Well, I want it. Why don't you build your own pool? Well, I can't afford to do that. So I'm gonna make you pay for it. It's the same thing with this Colt Stadium. Why am I forced to pay for it so that you can have something you want? It's not a road, it's not a bridge, it's not a sidewalk, it's not water, it's not sewer, it's not police, it's not fire. It's It's not government stuff, but you want it and you recognized, in this case, it was the politicians recognized, we can get our bright, shiny object and we can force you to pay for it. I'm sick of it. I'm just sick of it.
0: Well, I think that he likes the feeling of community that it brings. And a lot of people, I don't know how old that fellow was, but there are some people more of the retirement age who pick a city they want to live in based on if there is a professional sports team there. And if there isn't, like he mentioned Dayton, for example, like he's not going to live there because there's not a Great. team, team to
1: cheer for. Move! If we are before beholden- Maybe that's why
0: he's here in Indianapolis I mean, though, what, what Because
1: the- he does have a team to cheer this for. This guy is... Well- That does no impact on me whatsoever. I don't care what team you cheer for. I I don't know. I don't know what team Kevin likes. I know what teams you like, but it doesn't matter because pro sports is not a vital function of the government. I just, I'm so sick of these people who are taking money from other people, whether it's swimming pools or sports stadiums or little league complexes or whatever else. Pay for your own damn crap. Let's go to break. It's 10
0: 43 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.
2: Let's go to Lukenbach, Texas.
0: Hammer and Nigel show joins us. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.
3: So I was driving in here and I was listening to your voicemails segment, the award winning voicemail segment, mm-hmm. and I heard the conversation about Gert and Kev possibly going to Farm Aid together. Oh yeah. And I thought that was a brilliant <laughs> idea and unfortunately uh, Gert had to tap out. But as you know, there's no off switch on this genius panel, so right. I came up with an idea. <laughs> I think, and I think This would be good for the show and a way for Kev to make some side money if you just started, like, whoring Kev out to (laughs) widowed grandmas. (laughs) Now, hear me out. So the way this would work is, you know, listeners who have got an available grandma would send you guys an email Mm -hmm. stating their case. You guys have a selection committee, however you want to organize that. And then Kev will take out said grandma. They'll go waltz they'll go listen to some you know big band music maybe mm-hmm. pound some brews. maybe make love i have no idea <laughs> but what you guys get kendall and casey mm-hmm. is you're allowed to go around and film it and get audio and use it back on the show mm-hmm. so you're pimping me out yes like i don't know what your last name is kevin what's your last name Uh, McNamara. McNamara. Kevin McNamara, Grandma Gigolo. (laughs) You've worked in the same building
1: as him for like three years and you don't know his last name? No. No. I know he was Kevin. I've done
2: your show before. A few times.
0: (laughs) I like it. Uh, What do you think, Kev?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking uh, we'd chuck some brews and just mm-hmm. watch the the shows.
3: Well, mm-hmm. I mean, don't like give up on the night. I mean, if you know, magic happens, magic happens. Like it's not guaranteed, but if it happens, so be it. It's not off the table either. And I also got to thinking about this with Kev because I always hear his stories. You know, I think Kev right now was in his drinking prime. Yeah,
1: like, I, have I not told you that? How you, many times you have, have
2: I told, told me that? I don't know. I feel like my drinking prime was probably about three
3: years ago. But you're still in the window of opportunity. Right? Yeah, like, my is closing. When Peyton but... Manning won that second Super Bowl with Denver, he wasn't in his prime anymore. They won that despite of his play, mm-hmm. but he still got a ring. So I started thinking about this. Who do you think would win in a good old-fashioned game of drinking right now? Kevin or me? Oh, uh, because I've, Nigel is the goat, Yeah. Right? Like, you're not beating Nigel. Nigel's yeah. at, like, a Boris Yeltsin-type level. But, like, right now, Robin, you've known me pretty yeah. much my adult life here. Yeah. Yeah. Me right now or Kev right now? We but, walk into a bar. Who's the last man standing? And so we're
1: all drinking the same thing, and we just keep rolling one at a time. Is this yes. like a, okay? Here would be my question on this: Is this a speed drinking or is this a just a night? Like, who controls the tempo of the basketball game here?
3: Every ten minutes, another drink comes out. Oh,
1: mm. Boy, uh, then I would I I would think, man, I think that might be you because mm-hmm. you are so much bigger than Kevin. Yeah, yeah. But if it were like a night, like a sustained. You know, long term thing because Kev has the the youth and the metabolism.
3: Well, I mean, it could go I, all night. It's every I, ten minutes till somebody passes out. If you're trying to drink a beer every ten minutes, that is not going to I'm go all night. I'm a
2: strategic drinker and I play the long game. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, it's like we'll get a pitcher and I'll have a. A few drinks every hour. He's like Raiders of the Lost
3: Ark, you know, shot for shot. Yeah. I play the speed game. Uh, I want to have beverages quickly. And then usually I'm just fine by the end of the night because I built up quite a tolerance over my uh, 45 years of life on this planet. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I'm really torn on this. Um, I... uh yeah I, like I said, I think if it's a speed game it's yours. I think if it's a, a night of just sustained drinking, it really depends on the rules of the it, game yeah. if we're
3: playing Century Club I win yeah
1: and if it, that's way sports is right you think about like the the um the like a basketball game you know you've got one team that's got three or four big power forwards and you know they're going to control the glass and and the other team's got a you know a group of guards they want to run whoever you know the tempo of the game the game plan it's like iu beat uh, unlv in 1987 in the final four to go to the national championship game. They had no business winning that game, and Bob Knight just simply said, we can't stop these guys. We're just going to outrun them, and it was one of the great coaching uh, displays of all time. That's really what it depends on is how the game is set up. And
3: it goes on the other side, too. Think about those Colts teams against Bill Belichick's Patriots. The Colts had Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne and all these guys and Peyton Manning, and they tried to be the greatest show on turf, and the Patriots would slow it down and hit you in the mouth Mm -hmm. defensively, and more often than not they won yeah (laughs) i think what you've got here is like you would be elon musk and he would be mark zuckerberg
2: in yeah, I've ring. got like, the agility, and he's mm-hmm. got the size. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I, Perhaps this needs to happen at a night with WIDC. <laughs> yeah, but I was God. wondering,
2: is this, are we ever going to test this out?
3: Set it up. A uh, pay-per-view event mm-hmm. available exclusively on the Kendall and Casey Show YouTube feed. The, it'll be like the hot dog eating contest.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. I've never seen you super wasted. I've seen you drink a lot, but I've never seen you super wasted. I've well, see, been, that, seen, that, I've that seen statement Nigel super, right super wasted. There. <laughs> that statement right uh, that's there.
3: That's why he'd win. You've seen me drink a lot. You've never seen me wasted. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, and I have seen Nigel super wasted, which just surprises me because I would think, although I don't know anymore, I think I feel like Nigel's slipping a little bit. See, maturing?
0: Do
3: we have growth? No, I just think (laughs) his his liver has just given up at this point. It doesn't even affect him anymore. I mean, that
1: night I saw Nigel steal my Long Island and then just hand it back to me and head towards the taxi. That was like one or two in the morning, and I knew he was going somewhere else to drink (laughs) some more. And that wasn't, that was maybe 10 years ago. It wasn't all that long ago.
3: I don't think he could do that anymore. So I wanna have your listeners chime in on your social media feeds, the YouTube chat, mm-hmm. who wins in a drink for drink showdown. <laughs> Kevy Kev, who's twenty years my younger, yeah. or the grizzled veteran and me. Yeah. I think you got it pound for pound, Hammer. What's what? coming up, yeah, what's coming up this afternoon? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm gonna mail it in. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic.